All right. Hey, everyone. Sarah here with episode number two of She's Unstoppable. And today I want to talk to you really about how you can step into your most unstoppable self. I want you to know and understand that I am really literally obsessed with the concept of being unstoppable, not just for myself, but for my clients, for the women of my community. It's something that I'm obsessed with kicking their asses around. You know, I think we see a lot of these words kind of thrown out um, like unstoppable, right? And it can kind of feel maybe a little bit fluffy or a little bit, again, just like just like words that people use for the sake of using. And unstoppable for me is just, it's a word that means a lot to me. And like I said, it's something that I'm obsessed with kind of making you, my people, understand because I'm in a world, right, in my coaching business, I'm in a world where I see every single day so many people talking about email marketing and Facebook ads and webinars and Pinterest and this, that, the other thing, right? And trust me, believe me, I feel like, and I know from experience that those things, having those things right, having the right strategy, doing the right things, taking the right actions, they're all so incredibly important when it comes to running a a successful business. I'm not trying to downplay that at all, right? But None of that matters. None of that matters in my opinion and in my experience if the woman behind the business, the woman behind those strategies and actions isn't pushing herself and deciding to essentially be her most unstoppable self, right? And for me, again, it's this word that's far from fluffy. It's about really being empowered. It's about being, I don't want to use the word captain. It feels like corny, but like you are the captain of your business. You are the captain of your life. You decide how things get to go. You decide whether things work or they don't. You get to decide how people treat you, all of these kind of things, right? And I went through a breakup a couple of years ago that really essentially changed my life, you know, not to overstate it, but it was a really big turning point in both my life and in my business. And it was that moment, that pivotal moment of like going through this really painful breakup that I had this like epiphany, if you will, that I was just done settling for so much less than I wanted in both my life and in my business when it came to everything, my relationships, my friendships, my, you know, the, the money that I was making, all of these kind of things. And the word unstoppable took on this new meaning for me. It was this moment where like I decided that I am going to step into my most unstoppable self. I am going to make shit happen. I am going to be more empowered and more independent and more in control of my success and my happiness than ever before. And so for you, I say all of that because I don't want you to be a passive participant in your own life or in your own business or in your own relationship. I want you to step it the fuck up to decide what you want and go after it and to make it happen and to be unavailable for anything less. So in this episode, I want to talk to you just about some of the things, some of the traits that I think that the most unstoppable women that I know and quite frankly myself as well possess. Um, and those, those, these things that I think are such big attributes to why someone is successful in the first place. I am, as I've shared, you know, my Facebook group is one of my favorite places to be on the internet, right? We have entrepreneurs of all different types, all different stages. You know, we've got the person who decided to start yesterday and we have people who have been doing this for 10 years. And 
I really pick up on the way that people are asking questions and the way people are giving their control over their success to other people sometimes, right? And again, it's one of the things that I'm most adamant about talking about because like I said, it doesn't matter what email marketing service you use or you know whether you're using Instagram or Facebook to grow your business. What matters more than anything else is your decision to be unstoppable behind your decisions, behind your actions. And so one of the first things around this that I want to talk about is that the most unstoppable women that I know, the most unstoppable women that I've been around, and quite frankly, again, myself, I had to learn this, is that it's crucial, right, that you know what you want. You can't hit a target that you can't see. You can't get what you want unless you know what you want, right? So many of us in life, right, we are raised and we are, you know, we, we're taught that things are a certain way or that we have to accept, you know, not everything's perfect and we have to accept a little bit less than what we want, right? And I want this moment to be a moment where you say, fuck that. I want this to be a moment where you get massively clear on exactly what it is that you want in both your life and in your business. Now, obviously, I'm here to talk to you mostly about business, right? But this goes for your relationships. I want you to be really clear on the sex that you want. I want you to be really clear around the car that you want to drive. I want to make sure that you know how you want your hair, how you want your children to treat you, how you want your clients to treat you, right? Most of us walk through life. Again, being okay with less than what we want. We've become accustomed or we've become used to things not being all our way, right? You know, nothing's perfect. And so we kind of accept something 10 degrees less than what it is we actually desire. And so I had this moment, especially after my breakup, right, where I finally woke up to the fact that like, not to sound corny, but like we have one life. We have one business. Well, we can have multiple businesses, but you know what I mean? We have one shot. We have one moment of running this particular business that we have, right? Why would so why would I be okay with my business or my relationship being so much less than what I want for it to be? Why am I going to sit here in a relationship where I'm not getting what it is that I actually want. I'm not getting the date nights. I'm not getting the romance. I'm not getting, you know, the support that I want to. Or why would I be in a situation where I'm marketing myself that in a way that doesn't feel good to me? Or, I'm, you know, selling programs that I'm not actually excited about. Or working with clients that I would rather stab myself in the eye than talk to this person again, right? I had this moment where I was like, why am I okay with this? But, or I should say, why am I receiving this? But I was receiving those things. I was getting less than what I wanted because I was available for less than what I was wanting, what I what I wanted. I was okay with it. I was allowing life to pass me by. I was allowing it all to happen, right? And so in this moment, I want you to take out your journal, whatever, however you, you know, however you do things, right? And I want you to get massively clear on what you want but in every aspect, right? Especially, you know, start somewhere, start one place, right? The thing, the thing that's most important to you right now. If you had your business all your way, 
right? If you had your business all your way, and I'm talking about you had the support that you wanted from not only from a team, but a coach. If you were making a certain amount of money, if you were marketing yourself a certain way, if you were selling certain things, if you were doing events, so on and so forth, the list goes on. I want you to get crystal crystal clear on what it is that you actually desire. And again, I want this to be a moment where you where you draw a line in the sand and you wake up and you recognize how many things in your business especially are happening in a way that don't even feel good to you, that aren't even aligned to you. And I want you to choose, again, in this moment to get A, massively clear on what you want, but to choose to be unavailable for less than what you want ever again. Now, don't get me wrong. Business is not rainbows and butterflies. I am not sitting here telling you that I have the world's most wonderful, blissful day where I get everything that I want every single day. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I have learned over and over and over again that until I own what I want, I keep getting less than what I want, right? It's in the moments where I really step up and I'm like, this is how I want things to go. And I kind of look at it as like, you know, like putting your foot on the uh, brake pedal of a bike, like that wheel's going, that wheel's going, that wheel's going. And until you push, pump the brakes, until you stop the cycle of all the shit that you don't want, you're going to keep getting it. So that means if you're undercharging right now and you keep undercharging, you don't get to complain about undercharging. You're only going to get paid what you want to get paid when you pump the brakes and you decide that I'm done with this undercharging situation and this is how much I want to charge and this is what I'm going to do, right? Again, the same thing with relationships. I remember I remember having a conversation with Molly Sapp, who was a mindset coach of mine, who I feel like I just am so grateful. She gave me so many of the biggest breakthroughs that I've ever had in my life and business. And, you know, long story short, I remember going through my breakup and again, long story short, I was essentially cheated on and I was essentially um, really mistreated, in my opinion, the way that the breakup went down, right? Without going into too many details, I'll save that for a future show, Um And we were having a conversation about, you know, not playing the victim, not being in victim mentality, just in general. And I remember saying to her, I was like, how am I supposed to, this is, you know, when the breakup was very fresh and I was just a mess because I was just, you know, hurt and sad and everything else, right? And I remember saying to her, how am I supposed to get out of this victim mentality? How am I supposed to, you know, feel empowered again when I do deeply feel like I was so victimized in this situation? I was victimized with how this went down. And she said to me, she goes, well, how did playing the victim in your relationship get you to this point? And I remember kind of having a moment where I wanted to like punch her just because like all these things had just happened, quote unquote, to me, right? They had just happened to me. And I'm like, how am I supposed to turn the tables and feel as though I did something wrong or I deserve this? But I sat with it because I'm a good student and she, my coach told me to do something, so I did it. And I finally realized that like, you know, in my relationship, I had become so unhappy about so many different things. And I didn't even recognize myself anymore. I was walking around as this unhappy person that was settling for a life that I didn't want, right? I was settling for a life that was so much less than what I actually desired. And I was becoming so resentful and I was becoming somebody I didn't recognize anymore. You know, I wasn't the happy person that this, that my, you know, ex-partner had met and all of those kind of things. And not to say that this was my fault, but I recognized that I got to this 
this place in life. I got to this place in, you know, in that relationship because of the fact that I wasn't claiming what I wanted. I was settling for less than I wanted. I was becoming a resentful person because I was getting less than what I wanted. And I kept that cycle going, kept that cycle going. And so, of course, if I'm not going to step up, if I'm not going to claim what it is that I want, I'm going to keep getting less than what I want. Right. And so obviously that has to do with relationships. But as I referenced on episode number one, that was like the turning point. And again, I'll talk more about this in a future episode, but like that was the starting point of chapter three of my business. Because in that moment, I was like, I'm done. I am done having life and business and relationships and everything else, this watered down version of what I actually desire for my life and my relationships and in my business. And it's my job. It's nobody else's job to give me what I want. One of the things that I talk about so frequently with my clients is I'll hear from my clients or people in my community that, you know, people are pushing my boundaries. People want free coaching. People want this. People want that. And not to say that there aren't assholes out there and not to say that there aren't going to be people who do the wrong things and, you know, do wrong by us. But at the end of the day, you can't control other people. I couldn't control my ex. I can only control myself. You can only control yourself, right? So while I understand that you can be pissed off at the world and be pissed off at other people, focusing on that and taking up energy around how everybody else is doing it wrong or how everybody else is doing you wrong, I should say, it's not going to serve you at all. It's not going to serve you at all. And so when something happens in my business, right? I have to, if something doesn't feel good in my business, the first thing that I do, it's not to blame somebody else or to blame something else for me not getting what I want. That's where I go back to the drawing board and I check in with, okay, what do I want? What, what would I rather the situation look like and how can I take steps to make sure that I, it never happens again? How can I take steps to make sure that I'm not receiving less than what I want ever again? And so for you, I want you to get massively clear on what you want and I want you to really understand and know and trust that unless you are owning what you want, you can't blame anybody else in the world for not getting what you want. Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing, I want you to become your most resourceful most go the extra mile self, right? I, uh, anytime I say I talk about being unstoppable, especially in the context of business, right? I believe being resourceful is probably the most important trait that you could possibly possess because I see a lot of people, a lot of people waiting for others to give them answers. I see a lot of people waiting around for other people to come and save them or to save their business or to throw their hands up in the air and say, I don't get it. And guess what? That doesn't fucking work in entrepreneurship. That it doesn't work. If I can't figure something out, I'm going to decide to find the answer. I don't care if I have to sit on YouTube or Google all day. I don't care if I have to ask around. I don't care if I have to, you know, I was going to say Google again. I don't care if I have to research, research, research. Whatever needs to get done, I will figure it out because that's who I am. That's who I am. And the people that I see are successful, that, those are the kind of people that they are as well. People who succeed in business are the kind of people, they're figure it out kind of people. They're go the extra mile kind of people. They're not the kind of people who are ready and willing to settle for, I don't know this, or this is confusing. I always kind of say that to my, I was going to say yell at, I don't yell at anyone, but I sometimes, I often talk about this in, let's say my group programs, right? 
if somebody, if I, if I share a lesson and somebody says, I'm so confused about lesson two. Okay, you can be confused, but that's not helping you. You just, you just throwing your hands up in the air and saying you're confused, that doesn't help you, and I can't help you with that. What specific questions do you have? What do I need to clarify for you? Let's dive in a little bit deeper, right? Not settling for not knowing, not settling for being confused, not settling for not being able to figure something out. You deciding to be resourceful, and again, you're coming from this place of my success is in my hands and my hands only. And so if I want to send out an email, I'm going to figure out how to send that fucking email if my life depends on it. I'm not just going to say, I don't know how to send an email, so I haven't sent emails yet. No, I'm not willing to settle for those kind of things. And I want for you to not be willing to settle for those kind of things either. I want you to be a figure it out kind of person. Um, I just moved to L.A. and I had a wonderful personal assistant in New Jersey um, where I was born and raised. And I use her as an example often for this because she was out running errands for me. I was about to travel and I needed her to go pick up makeup for me or something. Um, And I remember she went to, I think, Ulta. And Ulta was out of a certain thing. I don't remember what it was. Let's say it was like an eyebrow pencil. Um, They were out of a certain thing. And rather than texting me and telling me that they were out, she went to a Sephora 30, 45 minutes away to find the right pencil. And I think that's something that differentiates a lot of people. There's the there's the kind of person who would text me and say they don't have it. And then there's the kind of person who's just going to figure it out and Google and call around and find the pencil, which for the record, I wouldn't have cared if she couldn't find, you know, an eyebrow pencil is certainly not a life and death situation here. But I was so proud of her in that moment. And so I was so recognizing the fact that, like, this is the kind of person that succeeds, not the person who, again, throws their hands up in the air and says they don't have it. It's the kind of person that figures things out when they need to figure things out. And so, again, for you, I want you to not be okay with not knowing the answers. I want you to not be okay with not being able to figure things out. I want you to, again, decide that you are this unstoppable boss, right? And you want your success more than anything. And nothing and nobody is going to stand in the way of you creating that success. And again, if that means you've got to Google, if that means you've got to research all night long, do it. And, you know, I'm sure I'll talk about this in a future episode as well. I'm somebody who in the coaching space, there's a big, not debate, a lot of people talk about, you know, being anti-hustle and this, that, the other thing. And I'm certainly a pro-hustle, pro-intentional hustle kind of girl. Um And I'm not sitting here coming from the place of, you know, you need to hustle your ass off 24-7 and, you know, kill yourself to make your business happen, right? But at the end of the day, I'm only interested in talking to people who want this so badly they're willing to do whatever it takes, not, you know, I, I work with, I've worked with people and I've heard from people who kind of sort of want to start the side hustle and they kind of sort of want to make $500 a month to help out their family and to pay, you know, the car payment. And cool, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, to be clear. Like, that's amazing. That's wonderful. But I'm somebody who I've devoted my life essentially to my business over the past six and a half years. It's the most important thing to me in the world. It's It's what I believe I live for and like what I was put on this earth to do. And so, 
I say that because this kind of advice is for the woman who wants this so badly, she's willing to do whatever it takes, right? And so for you, if you want that success, if you want your business to be successful, if you want whatever to happen when it comes to, again, the business that you're creating, please be the kind of woman that's willing to do whatever it takes. And if you're not that person, that's fine too, but then you don't get to complain that you're not getting what you want. And then the third thing that I want to share with you today is how massively important I believe it is to go through life, go through your business, believing and trusting and having the faith that everything is happening for you. I know shitty things happen in the world, right? And I'm not coming at it from this place of like cheerleader, rah, rah, everything happens for a reason. Let's be positive for the sake of being positive. Don't get me wrong. That's not the place that I'm coming from. But to go back to that breakup again, I went through something that was so incredibly painful and so incredibly hard. And I had a couple months there where I really wasn't working on my business. I wasn't making any money. I was feeling really bad about myself, right? Really sorry for myself. Um, And it wasn't until that, like, it wasn't until a few months later that I just kind of had this moment. I remember reading The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein. It had just come out um, a few months before that, right? And I remember reading that over and over again and just having this moment where I was like, okay, this shitty thing just happened to me and I'm going to choose and decide that it happened for me. Not to say that he wasn't wrong and all of these, again, terrible things didn't just happen and not to say that it didn't suck, all of those kind of things. But I don't have a time machine. I can't change what is. I can't change the circumstances. The only thing that I can do is choose to shift this and choose to come from a place of empowerment instead and choose to believe that this happened for me. And so I'm going to put purpose to all of that pain, right? It was that, again, like I said, really started like kickstarted chapter three, if you will, of my business, right? And I remember having like an $8,000 a month in January of 2017 after this all went down. And I mean, $8,000 a month, I'm sure to some of you might sound like a lot, to some of you it might sound like nothing. But for me, it was really almost nothing at that point in my life and in my business based on the bills that I had, based on the business that I was running. $8,000 wasn't really a number that I could even live off of. I had a really bad month in January of 2017. And I had that moment, the second fuck this shit moment, if you will. And I was like, if this just happened to me, I'm going to put purpose to all of it. If this just happened to me, I'm going to turn around and make a fuck ton of money and blow up my business like never before. And I did. The very next month, I had my first $45,000 month and I've had pretty much nothing but $50,000, $60,000 and $70,000 months ever since that moment. And I share it because believing that it happened for me and believing to put purpose towards it really was I I think such a game changer for myself and for my mindset when it came to everything in my business because from that moment on if I did a webinar for example and or I did a launch I'd launch something and it didn't go the way that I wanted it to I stopped sulking about it and I stopped being sad about it and I stopped being anxious about it and I chose to say okay that sucked. I'm not happy with the way that this went, but how can I choose to make something good out of this quote unquote failure? How can I choose to use this to learn from and to make that next webinar, make that next launch better? 
the things that have worked the best for me, the things that I've made the most money off of, the things that I've been most successful at when it comes to my business are the things that I've been successful at because I failed at them the time before, because something else had to suck in order to get me to the, to, to the route in which that worked better for me. My next relationship will be 900 times better because of all of the things that I learned in my previous one, right? And so again, a lot of us, and I see a lot of people that it's really easy to dwell on what went wrong and what failed and you know how they may have gotten screwed over, this, that, the other thing. And again, I'm not saying that those feelings aren't valid. I'm not trying to act as though, again, shitty things don't happen. But in my experience and in my opinion, dwelling on the shitty things doesn't help anything good happen, right? It doesn't serve you to focus on the shit. It doesn't, fer- f- it doesn't serve you to focus on what sucks. The only thing that helps you is, again, choosing to put yourself in the driver's seat and decide how I'm going to make lemonade out of these lemons that life has handed me, right? And so, again, I want you coming from this place of, again, choosing to be that most unstoppable self that you can possibly be, choosing that everything's for you, choosing that everything's working out right on time, and choosing that you're going to use everything for your greater good to move forward and to get better and better each and every day, okay? That's all for this episode. Make sure if you haven't already to subscribe to the podcast. I would be insanely appreciative if you left a review, especially as a new podcast that helps me out a ton. And of course, if you haven't already, make sure you join the Unstoppable Women Entrepreneurs Facebook group on Facebook, obviously. It's my favorite place to connect with you guys and I would love to have you there and say hi. All right, I'll talk to you next time. Bye.